Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Devotions with Colin and Amanda from West London. Now, um, we got a, a special message from Artie Kendall, which uh, uh, I downloaded yesterday from his Instagram. He sends messages. It's a, a really a request for prayer concerning the, the rioting and the violence that is spreading in the United States of America uh, in the aftermath of the uh, of George Floyd, who, who was killed in police custody, and as well as praying into that situation of hatred and racism, we also need to pray into the situation of peace, uh, reconciliation, and to pray against uh, peaceful and legitimate protests uh, spilling over into violence and people taking advantage of uh, those situations for their own violence or looting or whatever whatever else is happening. So we're going to come to that and address some of those matters in, in a moment. And thank you very much for those who have been in touch with us and talked to us about your feelings and your thoughts on all of that. And it's very important to us to hear your thoughts and feelings. And also, what should be the response of the Christian church at this time, and especially the response of white leaders who are seeking to lead multicultural, multiracial churches. What more can we do is, uh, apart from celebrate the fact that we are all one in Christ Jesus? And what can our denominations do? And Evangelical Alliance has been in touch with us uh, talking about what we want to do together to make a stand in our society, to make our British society a better place. Thank God for all the freedoms we do have. Thank God that this was the place where slavery ended. Thank God that slavery was overcome by evangelical Christians. And so we've got a good record of the Church of Jesus Christ, the evangelical church in our nation. And we thank God for the tremendous steps that have, taken, have gone forward in Britain being uh, in many ways one of the most tolerant uh, nations that we know of anyway. Uh, but there are still issues and there are problems. Uh, we're not just pointing the finger at the United States of America. Mm -hmm. There are issues and problems and, and there's a great deal of hurt and pain uh, amongst our black community and not just them, the white community as well. Amanda and I have been in really t tremendous pain as we have seen what has happened and, and identified with some of our congregational members who've told us stories of their own experiences of how difficult it can be uh, where racism exists. And we're going to pray into these things, but we believe the answer is not violent protest. Protest may well be necessary. Even civil disobedience at times may be necessary, but violence, no. And on Sunday, uh, it's coming up, the next pa passage that I'm dealing with in Romans 12 addresses this very issue of overcoming evil with good, not taking revenge, but leaving God to sort out justice while we take our stand uh, in the right way and in the right spirit. And I will be dealing with that and I won't be pulling any punches because it is time for us to speak out, not only of what is happening in our world and in our society, but what the answer is, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the church of Jesus Christ, which is made up from people of every race, every cultural background, every generational background, every economic background, every social background, and every racial background. And this is the one body 
in our planets, on our planet, that can demonstrate that we are all one in Christ Jesus, created equal, redeemed by the same blood of Jesus Christ, and stand in family fellowship together in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. So we're going to look into all of those things. Now, what I'd like to do is let me give you uh, the, the uh, number that you can send a text message to and uh, catch up. You need to do it promptly because often what happens is when we finish, <laughs> we, just when we finish, <clears throat> then they come in. It's okay, we deal with them later. But if you want us to look at them this morning, so the number is 07570 And now we're going to go over to Artie Kendall's very, very brief, but just listen to what he has to say this morning. Just learned that our governor here in Tennessee has called out the National Guard. I never thought this would happen in Tennessee, but as you're very aware of there's now a violence in nearly every major city in america i can't get over it it's, it's terrible and all i can do is ask that we pray pray for our governor for what it's worth he happens to be a born again solid christian and pray for governor lee but pray that uh, every state people will call on god this is a time for all of us to unite and just call upon the name of the lord we need help we need to plead with him for mercy that he will step in and stop this violence all over america and pray that god will send grace to help and and peace and sensibility uh, in this time of need may he come soon thank you rt now um rt does not mention there um the uh, the cause of that those riots and violence and looting he's not he's not mentioning that uh, we need to we need to understand where, where it stems from um, but just hear the passion in RT's voice and RT is a man of wisdom and uh, he re issued a message saying please pray for America because what we're seeing now is it has more uh, potential to uh, cause difficulty and uh, disruption in the United States of America more than coronavirus. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that comparison. But I do think that the thing is with coronavirus is that it is uh, an invading force. Uh, it's, it's a virus and that virus can be overcome. But racism is different. Um, it's, it's an attitude. It's a belief system. It's false, a false attitude to think that one race is superior to another race and therefore can try to dominate it or, or that we should think in any way, uh, look down on any, anybody at all uh, because of the, 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 their race or indeed the color of their skin. Uh, and that's an idea. Now, this is where the Christian gospel comes in because it says in Second Corinthians, chapter 10, that uh, we are to tear down the strongholds of the mind um, and to deal with every thought, belief system, idea that exalts itself above Christ. And so it's not just that ideas can exalt themselves above Christ. An idea can't do that. 
It's where the idea comes from. And so it's spiritual warfare. So many of the ideas, the, the notions in, in our world, which are based on lies and not truth, the source of uh, the lie is the father of that lie. And the father of that lie and every lie is the father of all lies. And, and he's the enemy of our souls. So this is a spiritual battle. Now, the encouraging thing is, many encouraging things, but the encouraging thing is, if this is an ideology, an idea, we can do spiritual warfare against that idea through prayer and then also through proclamation, the proclamation of the truth. I want to implore you to share with your people, don't let anybody lose faith in the church of Jesus Christ in this generation. <clears throat> The church of Jesus Christ is the only hope for this world. And there is a lot of negativity being spread about the church. I'm not saying particularly Kensington Temple, although we've had our fair share of attacks uh, to tear us apart and bring us to a point of division. And we've been praying against that. Don't let this new uh, issue, well not new, but this issue that's recently been highlighted, on racism, don't let that be another means by which the enemy will try to rip us apart. Uh, we are all one in Christ Jesus. So when we put all this stuff together and we see what is, what is happening, we know that the church is the only body of people on this planet that would even want to proclaim the gospel. We can't leave it to the secularists. We can't leave it to the humanists. Certainly can't leave it to the atheists. We can't leave it to those who come from other religious philosophies and traditions and backgrounds. They're not going to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Only in the church do we find the gospel which is about God reconciling all to himself, all nations. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men, people, to myself. And what was he saying there? He was not talking just about us as individuals. He was talking about us as national groupings because the Greeks said we wanted to see Jesus and, and, and Philip uh, said, look, the, these Greeks here want to see you, Jesus. And, and, and Jesus said, the time is coming and now is when if I, I'm lifted up, I will, I will cast Satan out of that place in the heavenlies. Now is the time for the prince of this world to be driven out. Driven out of what? Have you ever understood that? Driven out of what? Driven out of his place in the heavenlies in which the nations were blinded to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Going right back to Genesis 30, uh, uh, Deuteronomy 32, when God, as it were, divorced the nations and said, I'm handing you over to the sons of God. Those were the Elohim, those sons of God, those heavenly beings that God created. God is Ha-Elohim. He is the one, uncreated, eternal God. But those other spiritual beings were created. And they are the principalities and powers that the Apostle Paul speaks of in Ephesians chapter 6. And now, when, they were, uh, when God handed the nations over to those principalities and powers, they took over, they ruled harshly, they led the nations astray and blinded the nations. And at the top of that was God's uh, arch enemy, the Satan, the adversary. And as a result of that, Jesus came 
and he and the principalities and powers, if they'd known who he was, they would not have crucified him. And Jesus came in such a way that they were completely taken by surprise, had no idea what was going on. When Satan uh, uh, killed Jesus on the cross, that's, that statement needs a bit of unpacking because we know, you know, we know what we, you know what I mean by that. This was it was Satan who entered the heart of Judas Iscariot to betray Jesus, right? So this was a, a satanic institution, uh, uh, which was which was ultimately responsible for putting Jesus on the cross. Paul says if they'd known this, they would never have crucified him, who? The principalities and the powers. But when Jesus died on the cross, he destroyed the principalities and powers, and he made an open show of them in his resurrection. So the principalities and powers are defeated. And the moment Jesus was lifted up on the cross, that was when he was drawing all nations now. Now, salvation may have been of the Jews, but it is now offered to all nations. That is the answer to all forms of racism, both spiritually in terms of the root, salvation in terms of relationship with God, and reconciliation in terms of us together in the body of Christ. Amen and amen. That is how we fight racism. That is how we join together to pray. Amen and amen. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me just say now, I don't know. It just seems that these mornings are becoming more and more significant. We are praying, but also we're opening up spiritual truth. So we're, uh, this is as much about prayer, people. It's no good just saying, okay, let's pray. We just pray going on almost in ignorance, just using our own wisdom. We pray through the word and we understand that tearing down strongholds is as much about uh, uh, proclaiming the truth and holding with the truth as it is about prayer, okay? But let me just say, uh, as we as we uh, go forward, that uh, yesterday's um, devotions, which were which were really quite uh, special, um, have been released under special topics on on KTTV, overcoming hate and and injustice with love. That's what we called that yesterday, and you can pick up on that yesterday, and also. Uh, the Wednesday evening prayer meeting in which we had a, 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 a beautiful, very touching and loving message from Pastor Tayo and Toyin um, from Agape Fellowship, one of our network churches. That's also available on your weekly catch-up if you missed the prayer meeting. All right. So um, now, uh, Amanda, can you tell me prayer requests that have come in? Yes, we had two in since yesterday. One was a prayer request for someone by the name of Zosha, uh, who has to go for blood tests today under a state of narcosis. They seem to be comatose or something, so they're going for some blood tests. So there's a prayer request for that individual. And also we prayed yesterday for um, someone in Torbay uh, who was, went into hospital with uh, COVID-19 symptoms and her sister had sent a prayer request. Her sister sends one today saying that the sister's employers are demanding she goes back to work, mm -hmm. but she's looking after a 93 and a half year old mm. relative, and she's asking for prayer for strength to deal with all of this situation and continued prayer for her sister. Mm. Yeah, that's wonderful. All right, uh, now we have some, well, it's wonderful that we can pray. Yes. I mean, we've got, it's wonderful we've got a good prayer request. I don't mean this situation is wonderful. Um, so we want to, 
uh, just pr uh, present one or two other things that have come in. Uh, some people make comments and, and share good news uh, as well as prayer requests. Thanking God daily, this uh, viewer says, look, uh, for the broadcast, thanking God for the daily broadcast. Uh, I, actually, it says, I thank you for daily broadcast. But we're all looking towards opportunities of seeing you face to face and praying for the week. Uh, that church will open again. Now is the time to have positive impact on Christian community. Connect via Zoom. We must try to use opportunity to teamwork for a gospel. Um, not to forget to make use of our uh, to effort to use the eco of coronavirus and share we have power given from the gospel whose prayers our community. Um, expecting a miracle. Glad to see the spiritual uh, um, what fear. This is, is this a bit of written in text language uh, is it no 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 it's not that it's just that sometimes um when you type it's automatic yeah. text prediction uh, puts some jumbled words here but we know what you're saying to pray for america again in and racism uk as well well you know you you what you're asking us to do is the very thing we are doing very very thing we are doing and i appreciate your point that you make about reaching out through the zoom and reaching out through social media and uh, live streaming. And this is the very thing. There's so much to pray about in this area. Uh, last night, as I met with um, the, t the teams of people that I'm training into cell leadership, and we were looking at how we can, what we can do to, uh, to use uh, at this time, even during lockdown, lockdown, to reach out to people. We cannot stop reaching out. And you know, there's a little concern that I have well, it's a deep concern. It is that we could now uh, be distracted to be sidetracked on the single issue of racism. And I'll come back to that. And I, I'll tell you, we're taking that seriously. But if we get sidetracked on that and forget what the Holy Spirit is saying to us about our lives together as the body of Christ, uh, and, and we are, we're not going to get sidetracked by this external pressure that is coming upon us to, to, to uh, follow the media um, direction on racism. What we are going to do is take that issue of racism, bring it right down to where we are and deal with it in terms of what God is saying to us as a church, as part of our Christian witness and as part of, our, of the renewal that we are, we are moving in, all right? So, uh, but we're not gonna get sidetracked and go rushing off over there when God is saying, in fact, I told you even before this issue came up that the Holy Spirit said to me that we, would, we, we were to stop now just responding to the outside in pressures, what is coming from outside, the coronavirus, the lockdown, and focusing on those things, but to, to, but to look inwardly, not in a spirit of self-analysis or, or, or introspection, but to say, we must get our house in order. We must call upon God to, to help us in our own personal lives, to, to make sure that Jesus really is first, really is first in our lives, that we really are committed to what church is, which is not gathering in buildings, as beautiful as that is, and I too long to be back there. Mm -hmm. It is living for Jesus 24-7 and showing the life of Christ, the love of Christ, and the power of Christ in our daily lives. Yes. And we need to do it through the Zoom, if that's the only means we have. Uh, we can gather a little bit now 
outside in public places and parks and things like that. We're doing exactly what you, you, you are wanting us to do. And um, there's much, much more to come, so but let, let's get down to pray. Uh, if, <laughs> if you haven't just forgotten no, those prayer requests, too, if, yeah. if you would like to pray for that, and then I'll come okay. in uh, after you've done. Thank you. Father, we just come before you this morning, and are, we are humbled in your presence this morning, Lord, because you are such a good Father, and we just want to give you praise and worship this morning for who you really are. You are the God of the universe, yet you are our Father, our Heavenly Father, and you care about us individually. And Father, I just want to bring these prayer requests before you this morning. I think of this, this person, Zosha, who's going for blood tests, but apparently is heavily sedated and concerns about getting that individual to the hospital. Father, make a way where there seems no way. Father, you can make a way. And I pray for those who are caring for that person, Lord God, that you would give them wisdom and strength to get that, in, that person to the hospital. And Father, we pray for healing for that individual, Lord God, healing for whatever the condition is. I think they said um, narcosis. Father, we pray mm. that you would just touch that person, Lord God, mm. bring peace, bring healing to the mind in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. And Lord, we uh, continue to pray for this sister who has been admitted to hospital with COVID-19 symptoms. I believe she's a nurse herself. So Father God, we just pray that your hand would be upon her, Lord God, and that you would just bring her through to a complete and total recovery in Jesus' name. And for the other sister, Lord, whose employers are demanding her back to work, Lord God, even though she's caring for an elderly relative. Father, mm. in Jesus' name, I pray for your strength to be with her, Lord God. I pray that you'd give her wisdom in her communication with her employers, Father God, and that you would just rule and reign in that situation and bring peace and strength to her life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. And we just add on to that, Father, the, the prayer request has just come in right now uh, for a, a person who is uh, seeking God for uh, their universal credit to come through. And we know that for many people, this is a lifeline. And we ask, Father, that there would be a movement on this for this yes, person Lord. and also financial provision for all of your people who right now are looking for that in their life. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. And amen. amen. And hey, guess what? What's that? <laughs> we have another birthday. Oh, who tomorrow. Oh. Not today, tomorrow. But as we are not, um, we don't do... Uh, Saturday. We don't do devotions on Saturday. <laughs> well, I mean, not, 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 public. not live stream. <laughs> not we do, live, we yeah. do it's, it's, it's seven on seven, this. But Marion Chardo. Oh, it's her It is her birthday tomorrow. tomorrow. You had forgotten? I remembered yesterday and then I... Then you forgot this morning. Don't worry Sorry, about that. Sorry, <laughs> Okay. Um, um, this one's just responding for, uh, just to the prayer we've just had. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, get her out and out of the car. She's ready. And this one, the person, the sedation, narcosis. And a um, little word of thank you. Thank you for your lovely prayer, Amanda. We're trusting God. Bless you. Well, that is a quick response. But getting back to Marion. How are you, Marion? If you're watching today, say hi. She's off sick. She's off sick. On antibiotics. But I do know mm. she is watching yes. on yes. Uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. 
YouTube? Something. She's watching. There's something in my ear. That wasn't a word of knowledge. It was something in my ear. All right. Marion's watching. <laughs> so say hi. Well, she, she is. She's probably, it's probably, if, she's probably doing it on the chat there. Well, Marion, I'm just going to give you, and it's only because it's you, and we've known you for a very long time, and you've known us for a very, very, very long time. I'm going to just give you one line, all right? And then if, if it is so bad, we'll get them to erase it from the record. But here we go. Happy birthday to you. Stop. Stop. I can't go any further than that. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. The man is going to say, I've sung it, and I ventured out into the world of solo singing just for you. Well, many, many happy returns, Marion, for tomorrow. And more than just that joyful jocularity, I know you want prayer. And that's why uh, you, you, uh, we, we, are, we are mentioning it today. Father, in Jesus' name, lift up to you, Marion. And uh, uh, her birthday tomorrow, very special day in anyone's life when we celebrate the day in which we were brought into this world. And more importantly than that, we celebrate the day in which we were brought into your kingdom. Yes. And we thank you for that. We thank you for Marion and uh, all that she has done uh, down through the years, her faithfulness, her testimony, her faithfulness in, in uh, membership in Kensington Temple, many, many, many years. And we ask you that you bless her with a very special birthday blessing this weekend in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. amen. and amen. Okay, so they're coming in now. Thank you for responding. They're coming in now. Um, so uh, there is, uh, please, please pray for my brother in law, Risto, my sister, Raija, in Finland. He has been diagnosed very recent, recently with metastatic brain tumor. This was came in yesterday. Yes, right? I think that's so And it covers 25% of his brain. It's behind his left eye, affecting his eyesight. They're not saved. Pray for their salvation and his healing. Then today, the same person says, please pray for my cousin Tarja. She's thinking about killing herself, being depressed for many years and on medication. Behind all this is unforgiveness towards her brother due to inheritance issues. I've told her to forgive. Let it go because she's well off. Uh, she's also well off. Okay, so there's two things. Um, Irja, uh, yesterday's request, and we'll pray again for that. And also this one now. Just really make sure that if uh, your cousin is suicidal and is talking about that, you must seek professional help for her. It's so important. Uh, we are obliged, if we know that people are in danger of harming themselves, to, to take the necessary action to bring help and support. And I'm sure you are doing that. I'm sure you're doing that. But we're also going to pray. But don't forget to involve uh, professional help at this time. Would you please? Thank you, Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for both these situations. Um, for the brother-in-law, Risto, sister, Raja, in Finland, we pray, Father, for uh, Risto and this brain tumor, which seems to be very, very serious, large and severe. We ask, Father, for a remarkable intervention by your Holy Spirit. We pray for both the brother-in-law and the sister yes, to come Lord. to faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. And we pray, Father, for a remarkable healing and recovery to take place in Risto's life. We now pray also for cousin Tarja.
We ask, Father, that you would get this lady the help that she needs yes, and help her, her relative and the one presenting this request to bring Taja to a place where she can receive uh, professional help at this time. Lord, we, we want this depression to go. Thank we Jesus. want her to have the support that, she's, that she, needs, she needs at this time. And we also, Lord, want whatever is at the root of the cause of this depression, that that would be removed in Jesus' name Amen. by your Holy Spirit, that a healing of hurt and a healing of her wound and a healing of heart and forgiveness will flow and your joy will be her strength. We ask these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. and amen. amen. Uh, okay, so um, there we are. I think that is... Uh, did, you, did you pray for this one? Amanda, employer asking for yes. comebacks yes. since work. Uh, that's the one yes. after 14 days of quarantine. Okay, uh, I, please pray for me to be strong and pray for my sister's infection that causes, causes her delirium. We prayed we pray for, for, that. for that. And it's just... The message has come back saying thank you. <laughs> God bless you. That is, that is really, really, really great. Now, what we're going to do is in a moment, we're going to go to our worship team and they're going to sing us, uh, uh, lead us in, in a worship song. And, and uh, that is going to be the creed, I believe in God the Father. I believe in God the Son. The creed singing, very important. Uh, worship song, uh, setting the words of the creed to music. But I thought what I'd do is just let you know what the daily Bible reading was, or this is available online through Revival Times. So it is 2 Samuel 6, Ezekiel 14, Psalm 55, 1 Corinthians 16. 2 Samuel 6, Ezekiel 14, Psalm 55, and 1 Samuel 16. One uh, sorry, one. Thank you. <laughs> one Corinthians 16, you see? All right. Now, what I'd like to say, uh, too, is that we have, uh, obviously, Sunday is coming up, and, and we will be back together like this at 2 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. We'll be praying in the way that we do this. And also, 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 2.30 and 5.30. 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, I'm speaking on authentic assertion. And I'm just going to read a passage on that just before we go this morning. Um, and um, then at 2.30, Scott is, is ministering and, and bringing a very key and relevant word. And RT is joining us in the evening in his message at 5.30 on um, family from the book of Colossians and so don't forget to join us on Sunday and I particularly want to let you know in advance and just give you a couple of minutes over time if I speak to the to the uh, uh, people who are um, conducting this live stream we're going to be just, just a little bit longer tiny tiny bit longer before we go to that song now uh, last week was Pentecost Sunday and if it had not been Pentecost Sunday I would have come to the passage, which is the next passage in my series on Romans 12, entitled Walking in the Newness of Who You Are, looking at how we walk in authentic love, authentic passion, authentic compassion, and the final word 
was authentic confrontation or authentic assertion. But because it was Pentecost Sunday, I went to Acts chapter 2. And it was also the day when many, many churches were, like we were, praying about the racism issue and, and, and mourning the death of George Floyd and looking at all the repercussions of that and, and, and we gave due attention to that in every service through our prayer and intercession every morning in the week you can witness we were doing that but on that Sunday I chose to speak to the revelation of God at Pentecost which is the outpouring of God's Spirit upon all flesh and it's the unity in the spirit that is, which is, which is the counter to racism. So many ways, I did not wring my hands with all the tragedy. We did a, a lot of prayer, but I pointed to the solution. But now this Sunday, coming back to the text, this is what uh, we are looking at. And I want to read it briefly, and I want you to spread the word because we're going to be tackling head on, not only racism, but how to overcome racism. And it's in Romans chapter 12, and it says 19, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. Where's all this coming from? The teaching of Jesus. Paul goes on to say, for by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So my theme is authentic assertion, overcoming evil with good. How do we overcome the evil of racism and all the other evils that are in the world by the good of who God is, our relationship with him and what are the messages that God will give us at this time to rise up and overcome evil. You don't ignore it, you overcome it, but you overcome it with good. And we're going to look at that. I'm going to preach the word of God on that issue. Amen. So this is vitally important. Let your let your friends know as we share together. It won't be a long message, but will be a relevant and pertinent one. Okay.